Ben Drewowski, we're live. What's going on? I'm excited to be here. I feel like it's been forever because it probably has been forever. I apologize to keep traveling. <laughs> you apologize for having a life? Yeah, I apologize for having a life while you just sit there. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did, did you, apparently, you went somewhere where they didn't have razors because your hair's all grown out. And you've got a massive beard now. What happened? Yeah, well, this is it's in the ebbs and flows. I just I cut my hair really short and then I just let it ride until I can't stand to look at myself in the mirror. So we're getting there. We're getting close. Um, and just the fact that you mentioned it means I'm probably really ugly. So I'll have to have to <laughs> make some modifications. But, uh, but yeah, I was I was recently uh, I uh, I guess one cool thing is I did Murph in Paris. That's that cool. cool. Um, and it gave me horrible, horrible doms. I was worried I was going to get rhabdo almost because I really couldn't, couldn't extend my arms. Um, Why was it so bad this year? Probably because I'm I'm not in as good a shape as I as I put forth effort to be. You know what I mean? How, like, how long did it take you? Um, no vest, unpartitioned. Forty minutes. All right. So honestly, man, I would have rather have done a vest partitioned than no vest unpartitioned. That was gnarly. That was gnarly. You'd be proud of me. I uh, not only I did it with a vest and I came in under an hour, which is what I wanted to do. Heck yeah. Uh, but I, I used your rep scheme. I did the 5, 10, 5, 15. Amazing. Or no, wait, 5, 5, 15, 5. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. And it did it work? Did it, did it seem to help? Uh, for the most part. I mean, it, it's definitely started to get chippy toward the end, you know, and it's just long. It was hot. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a long workout. And uh, long workout. that second run was damn horrific, man. Yeah. It's just never fun. But I felt okay for the most part. The only thing that hurt the next day, like I was fine everywhere else. Push-ups, pull-ups. Pull-ups were surprisingly fine the entire way. Mm-hmm. Push-ups started to get rough, even though I'd been doing a lot of push-ups. The hard part was the following day, um, both of my ankles just hurt like hell. Really? just I, this... I just hadn't been running enough in a vest. Like I... Um, yeah. and I guess this is like a good, you know, kind of scale tip for everyone else. Like I went into it well prepped for running. I've been running a ton, but I've been doing it on an assault runner. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I was like, all right, well, an assault runner arguably is harder than running outside to some degree. And it's certainly harder on your calves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of forces you into a different position. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I assumed wrongly <laughs> i might add that i'd be just fine and the next day i woke up and you know my ankles just hurt like hell and it had to be from the pressure of that vest just the extra weight pounding down yeah yeah so. yeah must be that i mean dude my i'm glad you weren't that sore because i was i was rough i mean for me the push-ups so i did obviously unpartition the last 150 push-ups which is almost all of the push-ups were right. just so hard but i didn't let myself like I made sure that every rep was like a hundred percent. Cause I just can't stand it when people right. start, you know, I've, I've saw some people post some crazy times. Then you look at the pushups and they're like, come on. Um, so for me, it was like, I made every rep probably to a fault, super strict. Um, got to the point where I had to start like doing singles. I would like, I'd push up, come down, yeah. rest. And then push up, come down, rest. Uh, I was gnarly, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool doing it abroad uh, on Memorial Day after having flown on an overnight flight to Paris 
and then kind of didn't get any sleep and just was like, screw it. Let me find a gym nearby right. and just rolled up to it. And they were doing Murph. And it was just so cool to drop into a foreign country and just see everybody just throwing down for Murph. Now, where, where all did you go in Europe? Um, I did. So I just was one day in Paris, kind of like as a little layover. And then I was in Croatia for about a week. And then uh, was in Frankfurt, Germany for one day on the back end. So it was, it was cool. The, the week in Croatia was for a, like a business conference. Um, and it was basically just a party with a bunch of business owners that was a really good networking event and a ton of fun. We have a, a huge Croatian community here in Cleveland, and they all say Croatia is the most beautiful country on the planet. Are they are they right? Is it gorgeous? It is absolutely gorgeous. I will say, like, you know, having been to Greece as well, um, I think a lot of the Mediterranean island countries probably have similar vibes, but uh, Croatia was awesome. And then when I was in when I was in Split, I was in Split, Croatia, beautiful, like old old towny feel but like a bunch of like really nice new trendy restaurants and uh i was also there for a football game or a soccer game because we're americans yeah um and it was croatia versus italy so like it was a big game and yeah. or no uh i take that back and it was croatia france and uh oh my gosh we think that tailgating for football <laughs> here in the u.s is big yeah no doubt they have chanting parades that are just walking through the town fireworks. Like there's just this mob of people just yelling and screaming as they walk through the town to get the whole town pumped up for the game. It was so cool. Well, I mean, come on, man, you lose a soccer match in Europe. They're like burning the stadiums down and flipping cars <laughs> and shit. Like, yeah, I love their passion. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to get hate mail for that. Cause we do that stuff here in the U S too. And you yeah, know, I remember Ohio state won the national championship one year and they were burning Columbus down, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I tell everyone if Cleveland ever figures out how to win an NFL championship, they will absolutely burn the city. I will leave for a couple of weeks because it will well, cities around city's here. safe. City's going to be safe for a little while. Oh man. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely true. That's cool, dude. I'm glad you had a good trip. It was long though. How long were you gone? A couple of weeks, 10 days. It was 10 days. And then, yeah. but right kind of right before that, obviously I was in, I was uh, in Canada and then we did the, the episode after that with the doc, but, uh, yeah, 10 days. It was awesome. I'm, I'm happy to be back and kind of settled in for a little while. And uh, I'm super, I'm just like, I'm starting to get really fired up for the CrossFit Games, man. Like we're doing the Wad Prep team retreat. Uh, we're obviously going to co-host another party again, the Make Wads mm -hmm. Great Again slash Wad Prep uh, party. Are we? Is my name going to be on the party? Slash uh, uh, Dawn from Driven Mind Training is going to be there. She goes to bed at 8 p.m. So it'll be her party up until 8 p.m. <laughs> um but yeah, we're we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be awesome. I am so excited. It's gonna be the driven mind training, then the wide prep party, and then when it turns into a total shit show, it becomes the make wads great again. Party. Yes, there's you know featuring the make wads great again after party, you oh. know roaming the streets looking for alcohol. <laughs> I I enjoyed roaming the streets last year. We last year during the games for everyone listening, Ben and I were walking around. And Ben got yelled at a lot. You got yelled at a ton from just random strangers driving by. It's cat like it was, call, man. It was. And they, you know, but it isn't like good cat calls. They they drive by, you know, you fixed my muscle ups, which is like right. the worst cat call ever. Right. You Thanks, know, man. like. Well, and I mean, it's a bunch of dudes. Let's be clear. It's, you know, it's, yeah. let's be serious. Yeah. But, you know, it's actually kind of funny, but we're walking. I forget where we were in downtown Madison. We're walking around and there's some dude attempting a handstand push up like right in the middle of the street. And we're like, got to be CrossFitters. Yes. And so we whip out our phones and and try to get video evidence. 
and one of them recognized me and they're like, Oh my God, it's make what's great again. Get this on video. I'm like, damn it. Here we yeah. go. And the guy's like slamming his head against the concrete too, like touch and go strict. Like it was painful watching, but um, yeah, great form. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I did. Crossfitters are nuts. They are nuts. I, uh, I joined an affiliate. That's new news. No way. I'm literally looking for one right now. I might be joining one too. So tell me, right. how did you, how did you find one? I think this is, this could actually be a phenomenal topic. Is how did you how did you pick the right affiliate? Uh, well, I mean, look, I know all the affiliates around here for the most part. Um, so I picked the one closest to my house. There you I, go. But like, you know, my plan was like, I you know, I used to go to CrossFit Distinction, which is moderately close to my house. And I love those guys. They're great. And obviously, I know Scott and his team up at uh, Mentality, but Mentality's like 35 minutes for me. And as much as I love Scott and as terrific as their training is or their coaching like it's a real time commitment to give up oh, an hour yeah. of your life back and forth, you yeah. know? Um, and so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to look and see what's closer to home. So Crooked River CrossFit is like two miles from here. It's like really close. I'm like, all right, well, I'll drop in. So you'll love this. This is my, this was my favorite part there. I hope some, this guy's listening. So I, I shoot him an email and go, Hey, I'd like to you know come in and, and do a drop in. So I pay my drop in fee. You know, I don't do any, name dropping like no, none of that shit like i'm not trying to get anything free i just want to show up and work out i just want to see the place you know and they're super nice i show up within seconds one of the members comes over and goes are you john willie and i'm like yeah he's like i listen to scale and bail yeah and i, and I look down and he's wearing the same shoes you, you and i wear and i'm like Heck you are yeah. a listener you know i love it I'm like i absolutely love best. it i'm like well i was trying to be incognito but that shit's gone away now you know so uh but it was very cool. And, you know, there were a lot of people like kind of around my age there and some younger people as well, which I like, like, I don't, you know, I no. like having a competitive box, but I also like to be around my people. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, like, I don't want to work out with you every day. You're too fit for me. So, um, so, you know, I have a good workout and they're like, well, why don't you try it for a week? We'll give you a free week. So, you know, me, I'm like a, kind of a student of the game i'm like looking at their workouts and they program perfect for me their rx this is my opinion and, and maybe we should have one of them on to talk about their strategy for programming but sure. but basically the rx in my opinion you know crossfit's mentality has always been you program for the fittest person in the box i think they still teach that at the level one although i could be wrong about that yeah it's it's um, the, the phrase is program for the best scale for the rest technically. yeah yeah there you go so um their RX, I my opinion, is kind of programmed for someone like at my level that knows all the movements, moderately strong, but they're not, you know, a level 10 or whatever that scale level is that you would get from the open. You know, like I'm a sure. level seven, you know. Yeah. And so, so far, most of the workouts have like kind of fallen right within my RX. But what they do that I really love is they then have an RX plus that does bump you to that new level. So if you wanted to work out, you could do the RX plus and it's the exact same workout, just different weights, Yeah, you know, which I think is really cool. They also, um, they give a very prescribed warm up every workout and it's really detailed and it's specific to the workout, which I think is great. I mean, and do they, do they walk you through it all as a group or is all it of like, it. okay. Yep. Yeah. They, How long does it take for the warm up normally? Did, did you notice that? Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you what today looked like. So today warm up was probably... 10 to 15 minutes and which keep in mind the workout itself was short so that they've done a really good job of having 
short warm-ups for long workouts and long warm-ups for short workouts, which I think right. is what you need to do. Um, today was about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, it was a mixture of, you know, gymnastics and stretching and some barbell work. And then we did three, four minute EMOMs of power cleans, increasing weights, changing every four minutes. And then the workout itself was 30, 20, 10 of, um, back rack lunges at the 30 and toes to bar. And then we get to 20, it was front rack lunges and toes to bar. And when you get to 10, it was overhead lunges and toes to bar. So 60 of each. I love those progressive, like where the movement gets a little bit more difficult. I love that. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a, it was, took me 641 to complete it. The weight was, the RX weight was 75 pounds. So, you know, it wasn't heavy um, or, you know, crazy heavy, but it was enough that, you know, at 30 reps, you're, you know, starting to feel some fatigue and then you got to get, you know, then you got to do gymnastics and uh, it was high rep gymnastics and uh, it was fun, you know, and so the programming has been really, really good, uh, very detailed. The coaches are, you know, kind of all the things I like in a gym, they're like really active during the workout. I tell you, what, I, I tell you what they've done that I love the most though. I might get made fun of for this. Um, they're active in the workout, but they've coached me after the workout. Hmm. Okay. Like a debrief almost. Yeah. So like, um, here's an example. So like I've been obviously working out here at home and my rig is not bolted to the floor. You just put plates on it, you know? And so when you're doing pull-ups or toes to bar, the rig rocks. Uh Right. And so my, my kip for pull-ups is just like kind of out of sync right now because of that, because I'm used to my rig moving. Right. And so one of the first workouts I did there had, you know, it wasn't high rep pull-ups, but had enough that they were watching me and they didn't, you know, and I got through them fine. Didn't impede my workout any, but after the workout, the coach pulled me aside and said, Hey, can I give you a tip on your pull-ups? You know? And I love that. I love it. You know, he didn't stop me mid workout because he, he could tell I wasn't going to hurt myself. I wasn't doing anything stupid. (laughs) You know, it wasn't just because you're famous, right? Like they do that with other athletes. It was not because of that. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, they've done that a couple of times and you know, the, another workout, we had rope climbs and, uh, I was climbing the rope and I kind of look over as I'm climbing and the dude's got his phone out and I'm like, all right, either I'm doing awesome and he wants to show everyone, or I'm about to get coached and you can guess which one it was. (laughs) I was not doing awesome. What coaching tips did you get? (laughs) Yeah. Well, but you know, and again, it was great tips. He's like, Hey, you're using all arms. You're not, you know, you need to pull your legs up. Yeah. Pull your knees to your chest, you know, or to your chin and, and push yourself up with your feet, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but I just like, I really appreciated that, you know, they could tell the difference between, you know, that I wasn't going to hurt myself or do anything dumb and they could wait until the workout was over. Uh, but they are like actively walking around and coaching people in the workout and looking at you and being a part of the, you know, part of the game. And, uh, mm-hmm. those are all things I love, you know, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I love the vibe. The people are great. Location is two miles from my house. Like you can't beat that. Perfect. And uh, yeah, it was really nice. So signed Excellent. up. I love it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that would be a great topic for us to talk about yeah. today. Um, obviously we are streaming live. So to anyone listening, who's not listening live right now, uh, we are streaming live on YouTube and Facebook and a couple other places. Um so if you miss the live stream where you can actually ask questions, we already have some questions rolling in. Uh, if you miss the live stream, you need to pay attention to my Instagram and uh, John's Instagram so that you don't miss the link. 
to show up and ask uh, live questions. It looks like we have a few few good ones, but yeah, I mean, John, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think about doing um, something along the lines of of uh, of like kind of like what we look for when choosing a gym? Because I'm literally going through that same exact process right now, and I think uh, we. Like Carrie Ann actually asked a question about moving to a new affiliate. Where is it? Here, we'll pull Carrie Ann's and we'll come back to Alexandra. Perfect. Uh, what are some red flags that would keep you from joining? Well, I'll tell you what I look for. I you know, don't know what would keep me. Um, I'll tell you what I liked about this one. It had it had a good mix of like that personal touch and digital, meaning like all the um, the warm-up. They have TVs around the gym and they're in um, portrait mode, you know, standing on their side. And they have the warm up on there, and then they scroll it up, and you can see, you know, the workout. And you know, when you're blind like me, and you wear glasses, having a big screen where you can see everything is really important. Yeah, it really is. Um, they also invested money, like their timer actually talks to you, and it sounds like the games. It'll go ten seconds, you know, three that's seconds. Cool. It'll give you the countdown, and it'll tell you when the workout's ending. And that stuff's like kind of invaluable to not have a coach yelling at you. Right, it's just like the digital piece. So I. Like I kind of like the electronic touch, but um, I think the thing I liked most is the coaches have been very interactive. They've all introduced themselves to me. They told me what their role was there. They all have different roles, um, you know, things that they specialize in. Um, and it just, you know, made me feel like part of the group. Excellent. And, and then there's also the kind of the intangible of like every community is different and they're not, they're not all the same. Like I know everyone's like, oh, CrossFit's always inclusive and welcoming. They're not. Not every no. gym is not every gym is welcoming. Mm -hmm. And it's important to spend a little time with the members to see which kind of gym you're in. And yeah. and this one was like, you know, literally everyone introducing themselves to me and um, you know, shaking hands and saying hi and yeah, and being nice to each other. Like there's a lot of like good stuff there, you know. So yeah. I um, think like one thing that I uh like I agree with you there that not all gyms are created equal. So like Carrie Ann, your question is, you know, I'm moving and searching for a new affiliate. What are some red flags that would keep you from joining? Um, I mean, really what I would, I would look for more rather than walking in and saying, why shouldn't I join this gym? I kind of reframe it and say like, here, here's like my checklist of what I'm looking for in a gym. And actually, cause I saw your question roll through, I already wrote down a couple things um, off the top of my head. I think the number one thing for me, knowing my habits as a, as a worker outer and as a person who's an expert at making excuses to not work out um, is location and convenience. So you could have the best gym in the world, 45 minutes away or 30 minutes away, but realistically you're going to, it's so much easier to make excuses not to make that kind of commute. Um, so I would first focus on like, Hey, draw a circle and that circle, whether it's a 10 minute drive or a 30 minute drive, or for me, it's about, yeah, it's about a five minute drive from the house. Um, and from work, like if it's in within five minutes of either of those locations, then I would say it's it's probably going to check the location and convenience box. And then the next three, I'd be interested to, to see what you think about them. But um, I wrote them in order that I think is important for me. Um, it's uh, two is community. Three is coaching for my goals, a.k.a. like what's the volume and what's the coaching structure. And I'll touch on that in a second. Um, and then, uh, and then number four was like specific to the programming. So look, you have location convenience. We already talked about that. Number two community for me, like for me, I like the most consistent times I ever train are when I have like a group of people to just 
for lack of a better word, just bro down with whether it's guys or girls, it's, you know, I don't necessarily care, but like, I really like having like a crew that I can like go with and compete with every day and just like kind of throw down with, um, at a, on a consistent basis. So that's really important to me. The reason that comes before coaching is because I've been doing CrossFit for, I don't know, 13 years now. So like for me having a coach that says, Hey Ben, you need to tweak this. It, it doesn't provide me as much value anymore because generally I can get by without too much coaching for my goals. Cause I'm not trying to be a games athlete or anything like that. I'm just trying to get in and get a good workout. So that's why coaching for me is kind of like a little bit lower, but for anyone who's a beginner and you know, most people listen to this podcast, if you're scaling workouts or if you're, you know, need modification or you're a master's athlete, I would move coaching to number two on the list for sure. Um, and then that, when it comes to programming and volume, um, I think that's, that's another thing to really consider. And I have it written fourth here or third, depending on the hierarchy for me, one issue that I had with a gym, like I had a gym here that I loved and I still absolutely love it, but it was, it was geared towards beginners. And I'd often find that we'd be warming up for 30 to 40 minutes before we'd even lift a barbell, you know, like going through full blown snatch progressions, full blown kettlebell dynamic warmups with myofascial release and yada, yada, like, it'd be a 30 to 45 minute warm up sometimes. And for me, I don't need that quite yet for others. It's perfect. And I would suggest beginners go there, but that's why for me, I'm kind of like, I'm almost looking, I know this is going to sound so bad. I'm looking for a gym that doesn't really coach has really hard programming and has a great community because for me, that's, what's going to get me kind of like my best bang for the buck and give me the most fun. But that's why I think it's so important as an athlete or as a member to come up with what's important for you. Cause what's important to me should be very different for what's important for you as a listener. Yeah, that's spot on, dude. I, uh, when I was at uh, cliffside place was full of young people. And I say that with all due respect to young people, like, you know, there was hardly anyone in that class I was ever going to be faster than. And if you like to compete, that's a fun environment for people, like a really fun environment. But there's a lot of us like, I like to have somebody to chase. Like I had somebody I was competing with in the workout today. He didn't know we were competing, but we were totally competing. You know, I want somebody I can look across and see where they're at and go, I got to catch that guy or pass him or, or just, you know, stay with them. But I also don't want the entire class to smoke me and me be the last one out. And they're going, nice job. Yeah. You know, like I don't want the pity clap, (laughs) you know, that's just how I'm wired. You know, so I think you got to find what what is best for you. I I do think, though, I would encourage everyone to find someone that will, I think you mentioned, like, coach to your goals. Yes. Find a place that will push you to be better than you would do on your own. Yes. You know, I think I do think that's really important. It's honestly, it's why I went back to an affiliate. Like, I just wasn't pushing myself hard enough. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, let's look at another one. Uh, we were going to do Alexandra's here. She's got a, a competition coming up. My gym's doing a liftoff or CrossFit total. Oh, I hate the CrossFit total. Next Saturday, deadlift, back squat, bench. Is that the total? Is it? Uh, that's a total. It's one of the yes. totals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's a powerlifting total. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them. Um, would you do your stronger lift first or last? And how would you pace to handle three one rep maxes? That's a great question. Mm. A CrossFit total is usually deadlift, back squat, and strict press. Strict press, yeah. But it's still, it's this still is a, this is a powerlifting total. Um, yeah. oh man, 
would you do stronger lift first or last? You know, I should have a better answer for this. Like I haven't, like I should know the answer to this, but I really, I really do not. And I have people on my team that would know. Um, it, I guess off the top of my head personally, I feel like the, the, obviously the deadlift and the back squat are going to be the most taxing. I feel like from a warm up perspective, the back squat will be the hardest one to like warm up to um, and take the most amount of time. So I think I would probably go the route of back squat, then bench and then deadlift to like finish it out to give myself some space between the back squat and the deadlift. Mm -hmm. That's, Randomly off the top of my head. Total disagreement. <laughs> what, what, what would you do? I do the press first. I do bench press, then back squat, then then deadlift. Okay. That, now that's for me. I you know I don't know what Alexander should do, but for me it's you know my weakest lift is always a press. Bench is absolutely my weakest lift. It's like Voldemort. We don't discuss it. You know you will not get my lift on okay. this uh, on this podcast. Um. Is it, triple, I, is it triple digits at least? Yeah, barely, but yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, but I think for most people, the deadlift is going to be your heaviest of the three lifts. And it's also the one that I think for a lot of people is, I hate to say it's the least amount of effort, but it's, um, I, I think it's the least taxing personally. I think that back squat's harder for me, mm -hmm. you know? So I always do my press and then my back squat while I'm still fresh ish. Cause the press doesn't take a lot out of me. Mm -hmm. especially because i'm not doing a lot of weight so that helps yeah i that's the order i've always done it in it's not yeah. sam right it's just it's the order i've always put them in and it works for me yeah yeah that's that's a tough one alexandra i mean i would it's all about uh i mean if you have any like like here's one thing i wouldn't do like if you did um like for some people if you're doing the bench properly you actually have like a ton of hamstring engagement it all depends on if they're letting you do like the power lifting bench You'll have a ton of hamstring engagement. So whenever I do bench after a deadlift, um, which I actually did relatively recently, like my, my hamstrings locked up on the bench and like my whole lower back. So that's why it's like, I feel like the back squat, you're going to like, if anything, that's going to help you stay loose. And that's the one that takes the most central nervous system fatigue, I think. And then the, the deadlift, I feel like is a, is a low skill movement, generally speaking, that you should be able to pull. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question, though. And then the bench is, yeah, we don't talk about the bench. Look, I say you do it my way and Ben's way, and then tell us which way worked better for you. <laughs> and then Just we'll do my way up. first. <laughs> yeah, th yeah, then we'll decide which one of us is smarter. How about that? <laughs> have, have fun, though. I mean, have, have a good time. That's the, hey, that's the most important thing. Here's, a, here's an interesting question. If you had to choose one CrossFit workout that you had to do once a week for the rest of your life, what, what would it be and why? Mm, great question. Whew. Once a week for the rest of your life. I don't know. I'm, I'm immediately drawn to say the seven. Why the seven? Because I just remember how much I loved it in college. Um, let me pull it up again because I know seems, we talked about it. It seems particularly brutal to do once a week. Yeah, it would be my only workout. I do it once. It's just like I know people who do like Murph once a week or a half Murph once a week. 
But seven rounds for time, seven handstand push-ups, seven thrusters at 135 or 195, seven knees to elbows, seven deadlifts, seven burpees, seven kettlebell swings, seven pull-ups. It's got everything, man. I just it would just cover all my bases all in one workout, and then I could go do go live my life. No, see, I I do like uh, Angie, if I, which I'm if I'm remembering right, it's 20 minutes. It's a uh, hundred pull-ups, hundred push-ups, hundred air squats. There's no time squat. limit on it. Yeah, that's my point. Like, but it's, oh. I think for most people, it's 16 to 20 something minutes, sure. yeah, take, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's for, it'd be, you know, for me, it'd be all about, you could change the intensity. You could, you can play around with the, the, the speed of the push-ups, the speed mm-hmm. of the air squats, the speed of the pull-ups. You can do strict, you can do kipping. Like there's so many variations you could throw in and, mm-hmm. and you could play with the time domain. Do you want to do right. it fast? Do you want to stretch it out? You know, and it's mostly body weight stuff. So yeah. Like, I mean, certainly with, with lack of equipment, it would help. I, I assumed that I had a, a full gym's worth of equipment. Um, but yeah, that'd be a good. And actually, funny story is Angie is the, that and this most recent Murph. Angie, I remember I went home for Christmas break in college. This is when I was kind of like just getting into CrossFit. Went home for Christmas break, which was almost a month. Just eat snicker. My mom's snickerdoodles and chocolate chip cookies all break long. Didn't work out <laughs> once, not a single time. And then to kickstart my fitness, the first day back for spring semester, I just did Angie. Of course, I PR'd, right? Right. And I kid you not, dude, the next four days, I had to skip class because my, and, and I didn't know anything about Rabdo. Like I might have had it. I don't know. But the next the next four days, I had to skip class because I physically could not extend my arms. Like even had my roommate come and try to extend my arms, and I screamed and made him stop because it was too painful. It was crazy, man. Dude, you have so many of those stories. It's a miracle you've survived to the old age that you are now. Thank you, thank you. It really is. My workout tomorrow, and then we get to talk about our mid show sponsor. Workout tomorrow. This is nasty, dude. It's Helen. So those who don't know what Helen is, love Helen. Yeah, it's uh, Ooh, that'd be round- another good one to do every week. Sorry, yep. to cut in. three rounds for time, 400 meter run, 21 kettlebell swings, 53, 35 and 12 pull ups at the 20 minute mark. So that won't take 20 minutes for most people at the 20 minute mark. You move on to part two, which is for time, 50 calorie row, 200 double unders, 50 calorie bike. Ugh. That's gross, dude. This that is, is gross. I I love when people get creative with programming like that, though. Like I freaking yeah. love the monster mash style workouts where it's like you have an allotted time to get a certain amount of work done, and then you rest, and then you get everything set up for the next part. And it just I love that stuff. That See, sounds awesome. This is why you go to an affiliate though, because I would do Helen as a workout on my own. Like that's right. when I look at it and go, I like to run. Kettlebell swings are fine. I like pull ups. I do it. There's zero chance, <laughs> zero chance. Negative ten percent chance I'm doing that other workout on my own. Yeah, there's zero chance I'm doing a second workout, and there's even less of a chance that it would be rowing double unders and bike back yeah. to back to back. Yeah, just no way, absolutely no way. It's just like, God bless. And you know, now that I've paid for it, I got to show up. Love it. You know? So yeah. I'm kind of praying for rain. <laughs> to be honest. Hey, did you, uh, we'll talk about our mid-show sponsor, Third Z. Did you take someone on your trip? They let no, you I'm out. The country? I'm, I'm totally out. Are uh, you? Well, actually, so I, I take that back. So I don't have the, um, I don't have the, the PM recovery collagen, right. but 
I do have Thirdsy's other product, which we haven't talked about, which is like the, um, basically it's like the sleep reset. Oh, somebody asked me about that tonight. How is it? Yeah, it does have, it's fantastic for travel because, because I was going to Europe, like my time zones, my internal clock, yada, yada, all messed up. So when, when I needed to sleep, I would take the, um, I don't it's like bedtime reset, I think is what it is. And it, it, it has, um, it does have melatonin in it because it helps basically you're, you're taking this pill form melatonin to help reset your circadian rhythm. Justin would know more about it, but I use that to prevent myself from not being able to go to sleep when I was in Europe and then vice versa coming back. Like I'm already pretty much like dialed in and, and no more jet lag anymore because I was able to use that, you know, and you don't want to use it continuously. Like you don't use it. I think it says in the bottle, don't use it for more than, you know, a couple of weeks, right. but like four or five days in a row, use it. I feel good. I'm sleeping good. And now I can, you know, go to bed and wake up when I want. Um, so I, I have been using Thursday, just not the, not the, the, the main show, which is the PM college. I need to need to hit up Justine and get some more here. I'm going to, I'm going to put their, uh, you go. The supplement facts on the screen now that we have the ability to do this. But, uh, so dude, I've been, t- I started taking Thursday more religiously. Like, so I was taking it when we had Justine on the first time she sent me a bag of it, but I do it like a couple nights in a row and then I take a night off and a couple nights in a row and take a night off, you know, and those nights off, I, you know, admittedly was drinking alcohol. So, you know, I was trying to be smart. And, um, I think it was a few weeks ago, I, I hit like five nights in a row and I don't know what happened on that fifth night, bro, but I did not want to get out of bed. Like I slept so soundly and yeah. I, you know, like I slept till like 8am and I never do that shit ever. Nice. It just, it crashed me. And then I'm like, um, you know, maybe something to this. And so I've been very methodical about, you know, uh, taking it 30 minutes before bedtime and it just lulls wow. me, lulls me to sleep. But, you know, to the point of, um, what you were discussing, you know, in this case doesn't have melatonin, but I do think it's really helped me with, uh, getting, um, peaceful sleep, which I need to recover. Like at this age as a master's athlete, like I routinely wake up and go, Oh, my ankles hurt. And, uh, it keeps that from happening. And I need that cause I'm stepping up the intensity these days. Yeah. I literally, I just, uh, uh, one of my friends who's a medical doctor that I was in Croatia with, just suggested that I download um, an app called Rise Sleep. And it essentially like keeps track of your sleep debt. Um, Really interesting, but it was so funny because when you open the app, it's like, what if I told you there was a supplement that could, and then it listed out like every possible benefit that any supplement has ever touted to give us. Um, And then, you know, of course that supplement is sleep, right? Sleep is probably one of the most healthy things you can possibly do. Uh, sleep is probably it, the number one thing. Um, so really anything that, uh, helps you think more about sleep, I think is a good investment. So buying a sleep supplement like third Z combined with the fact that I know that Justine actually has like the ingredients actually have scientific merit and the fact that it tastes good. That one-two punch combined with, again, like the sleep apps that I use, and I use an Aura ring. I wear it every night. Man, that's that's really, really helped me. And I, and I get sick way less than I used to because I'm really prioritizing. Like sleep is the number one thing that's going to keep me healthy as I get older. And I don't really don't want dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that. So I really, really want to prioritize sleep. So I'm trying to get it, get it in now. You have the Aura belly button ring? Is that the one you have? No, I have no. the... Of the nose ring. Oh, just, that's yeah, even better. 
All right, we'll go to thirdz.com, use our code SCALES, S-C-A-L-E-Z-Z-Z, and you'll save 25%, and it's and totally it, worth it. And thirdz is T-H-I-R-D-Z-Y.com. And we will have Justine, the founder, back on the show. I mentioned it to her the other day. We need to get her back on and talk about sleep. because She's smart. Well, she is, she's very smart, and that's a topic that people are kind of always hitting us up for. And, you know, people are asking me all the time, how do you recover? I'm like, how the hell should I know? I'm 51. Um, 51 and I have an alcohol problem. How should I know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it's LaCroix tonight. No booze tonight. Look at you. It's Monday. I'm going to hold off for a day. It's going to be great. <laughs> Wait till Party Tuesday. Party Tuesday. <laughs> Party Tuesday. Anyway, thirdsy.com. Use our code. Save 25%. So... That's the only supplement I'm taking these days. Yeah. Literally, literally the only one. Um, I know I should be probably pounding the creatine, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, the more, re- the more research that's done on, on creatine, uh, the more it's like, Ooh, this is actually good for like cognitive function. Like it could help brain health. So I'm all in on creatine. I'm a big mm, fan. Matt, I could probably, I didn't really consider the brain health. Issue. Yeah, like it's it's uh I, I don't want to you know talk out of my ass here, but if you go to examine.com, that's my favorite website for basically all they do is is talk about the the legitimacy and scientific merit based on scientific research on supplements. And when I say supplements, it's not like specific brands, it's not like they're reviewing third Z, right? But what they're doing is all the active ingredients of third Z. They have they literally have entire sections dedicated to GABA and theanine and like L-tryptophan and talking about the benefits of all those ingredients. So like, for instance, creatine is commonly you just take normal creatine monohydrate. There's an absolute load of studies on there. And then in examine, it shows you exactly like, you know, it's a hundred percent chance to help you increase your strength. It's, you know, hundred percent chance to add weight gain to your body. It's, you know, basically it shows you the scientific merit and then like, what's the reality of the results that you will potentially get by taking it. Um, it's a really, really cool website. And then they break it down for normal human beings with small brains like me. Here, here, here's a question I wasn't anticipating getting. Is there a scale and bell position on ammonia smelling salts? Have you ever done smelling salts? I never have. Uh, actually, oh man. I think I smelled it once, but outside of the context of actually doing the lift. Um, I mean, if you're using it to lift more weight, I mean, in theory, you're like, you're stimulating your body so that you can lift more weight. That'd be the same thing as like taking caffeine or having someone smack you across the face or like my buddies and I used to do when we're doing front squats, we'd come up behind each other and just give ourselves like this crazy lat slap. And your whole, like, basically it gets your adrenaline all fired up. So uh, if it helps you lift more, fine. Um, I don't know. It just seems, seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've never even considered it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe because I'm not a super heavy lifter. Um, for me, it's always more about my form. All right. Does my belt look good. You yeah. know, do I have the right shoes on, like yeah. all that stuff. I've never even vaguely considered. I do love watching the videos on Instagram though, of people doing that, like yeah. taking a big whiff and doing a heavy lift. It's great. Yep. yep. It's, and also I was doing a big whiff and like passing out or vomiting and 
So here's an interesting one. Uh, Lance is a member, by the way, of my gym. Supplements obviously can help, but doesn't food and water really have everything our bodies really need? That's an interesting, there's, there's a lot here that you can well, talk I'd about. love to, love to talk about this. So I'll draw, I'm going to oh. draw something. Oh, we're going to have, dude, I can't just throw your drawings up on the screen. You, oh yeah. You know what? I'm not going to draw something. I'm going to describe it. Let's talk for everyone <laughs> listening. This is called, this is something that my buddy Andy taught me, and it's the muscle and strength nutrition pyramid. So basically it's like when you're, when you're talking about optimal health or optimal fitness, optimal nutrition, there's really like a hierarchy of things that you need. Um, from a nutrition standpoint, which supplementation is used to aid in nutrition for the most part. Um, and in the case of third Z, like that would be supplementation that wouldn't necessarily aid in nutrition. It's aiding in sleep. But if you're taking supplements, majority of them are for nutrition purposes. And the most important thing, if you're looking at this pyramid, the bottom of the pyramid, the most important thing is to make sure that your calorie calorie balance is accurate, right? You can take all the supplements in the world, but if your calorie balance is not related to your goals, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Calorie balance, meaning if you're trying to stay the same weight, you're eating adequate amount of calories. If you're trying to lose weight, you're in a calorie deficit. If you're trying to gain weight or muscle, then you're in a slight calorie surplus. The next most important thing is making sure that you have the right balance of macronutrients. So that would be protein, carbs, and fat. And especially if you're trying to retain muscle or gain muscle, which is a lot of us, it's especially focusing on making sure we intake enough protein, um, which we've talked about in past episodes. Um, and the general framework there is one gram of protein per pound of body weight on a daily basis, roughly after that, then we have micronutrients. So these are the people who are just freaking out about vegetables all the time. Um, I would say freaking out about vegetables all the time, isn't as important as making sure your calories and your macros are correct, but still extremely important. Um, so you don't want to forget your micros micros are what you're going to find in you know, in your plants, in your fruits, the phytonutrients, micronutrients, stuff like that. And then after that, we have timing. So when are you eating the carbs? When are you eating the protein? So on and so forth. And then at the very, very tippy top as a cherry on top, that's when we have supplementation. So until you have the other things in check, um, and I would even throw into this pyramid in terms of overall health, sleep is the very bottom, right? Until you have everything else figured out, then supplements are just this little teeny tiny cherry on top. However, what supplements can do is they can get people more excited to focus on the other things in the equation. For instance, having a delicious protein, uh, my delicious cinnamon toast crunch or fruity pebble protein supplement kind of is a food and it helps me get enough protein. This sleep supplement, Third Z, could help me if I spend, you know, it's not a cheap supplement, right? If it is, if you use our discount code, uh, but if I go buy this expensive supplement, I'm literally saying to myself, Hey, I bought this fancy freaking sleep supplement. I better focus on my sleep. And you're actually going to tend to do other things that are going to help you sleep better. Right? So supplements are not the answer, but supplements can be an aid that help you focus on the right things. If that makes sense. Well, yeah. And someone asked uh, in the questions here, it kind of goes with this. Uh, where is it? Appreciate the conversation. How would the average scale and Beller incorporate creatine into the regimen? And I was sitting there thinking, like, I'm I'm the average scale and Baylor, right? Um, I tell you early on, unless you're like looking to compete, don't overthink this. 
like at all. Like I, you know, you mentioned timing, Ben, like I don't think about timing at all. There is no time with creatine. Yeah. Like for any, but I don't think a timing for anything other than like, I do occasionally take beta alanine and I have, you know, that's a pre-workout for me. So it goes right before my workout. Cause I want my skin to get all tingly. You like the tingles. Yeah. I like the tingles. Yeah. That's um, So that's actually an interesting one too. Beta alanine and creatine are, um, and again, I'm not a medical professional consult your doctor. i this is not medical advice. I'm not a nutritionist based on what I understand about creatine and beta alanine. Uh, it's purely about saturation. So you can take it at any point of the day and it doesn't matter. It's not a stimulant caffeine that matters yeah. when you take caffeine, it matters because that is a stimulant. So the timing there would need to, you know, you wouldn't want to take caffeine 30 minutes after your workout. That just wouldn't make any sense. Um, so like specific to this question, uh, really, really simple answer. Five grams of pure creatine monohydrate on a daily basis generally is the, that's like what the suggested dose is three to five grams. It's a white powder. It's completely odorless and tasteless. And you don't need to do any cycling or going off it, going on it. Sometimes I forget to take it, whatever, but it's all about having muscle saturation because unless you were eating a copious amount of red meat, your cells actually do have the ability to accept more creatine and based on studies, again, checkexamine.com and their creatine, their very robust creatine article, based on recent studies, there's actually some, some science that says like this can help repair brain trauma. It can help Alzheimer's patients, uh, like some really interesting stuff. And you're, uh, making me want to start taking creatine again. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like one of my buddies, Emil, uh, again, medical doctor, fitness guy that I, I run a business with. He's like, Oh yeah. He's like, it's the one thing that I get all of my clients on. It's like creatine for sure. Yeah. My doctor's been telling me to take it. I'm just, I'm not a good student. And your doctor's pretty jacked. He's my doctor is very jacked. He knows he's, the shit. <laughs> he's a very good CrossFitter. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I like, I don't time any of this stuff. I do take beta alanine most days yeah, or the days I'm working so out and I'll get back on the creatine. I won't time any of that. I do time thirdsy because it's 30 minutes before bedtime. Sure. Like that's like kind of a no brainer. Uh, and then I do use, co you know, I consider coffee a supplement, even though I know it isn't, I will use that as a pre-workout often, not with beta alanine on my dad. I don't give myself a heart attack, but like caffeine is a great stimulant prior to a workout. It really yeah. is. But otherwise, you know, along with the question, it's usually just, you know, food is my main supplement more than anything okay. else. But Absolutely. I, you know, I'm also not a doctor. I'm going to give that disclaimer. This is just all our opinion. You know, I would, I've also full disclosure and part of this, um, uh, beta test for CrossFit health where they with wild health is, uh, the actual name. And I've had my blood drawn and they've done DNA testing. And, you know, so I've had all, like all this blood work and testing done to tell me what I should and shouldn't be taking. And I would really encourage you, you know, don't just listen to me and Ben, like go talk to a doctor and, for sure. you know, particularly if you can find one that CrossFits. That and then, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, practice one that, I mean, honestly, it's like find a doctor that you want to be like when you grow up, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, uh, one of my buddies, Dr. Nick, uh, and I can't pronounce his last name, but Dr. Nick, uh, who I think he goes to the CrossFit games every year. You can't miss him. He's a gargantuan bald black man that looks like if Terry Crews was slightly bigger and stronger, that's that's Dr. Nick. It's one of my buddies. Oh, out I know here. Nick. Nick, yeah, Nick he, was on my other show. Nick is great. And you're right. Nick is monstrously big. He's case in point, right? Yeah. Like that, these are the kinds of people that you want to 
be your doctors. And I know he, he works, I forget which company he works for, but yeah, good example. Um, yeah. And then I definitely like actually Lance, maybe you can pull that up. He talks, he says, Hey, I already spend way too much money on a gym, not spending a hundred more on supplements and therapies. Like, unless I want to prove professional. Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't, again, like we're talking about, we have this pyramid supplements are the teeny tippy tippy top of the, of the top of the pyramid. Don't mess with them. Cause like, were we taking supplements a thousand years ago when we were roaming the earth, hunting and gathering? No. Right. Is our lives today aligned with that? Not really, but you can get pretty much everything you need by sleeping adequately, drinking enough water, avoiding alcohol intake and exercise, right? All the other stuff is just like, are these little optimizations? There's one thing to live a healthy life. There's another thing to live a fully optimized and tweak life. And they're, they're two different things and two different goals, but don't try to optimize prior to taking care of the main, the main things, which should be sleep and hydration and, and exercise. Well, you can definitely tell I didn't put that list together because alcohol would not have been in the top four. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, this has been fun. Uh, we're kind of right up against time. I have another podcast I have to jump to. Kettleballs and Cocktails is interviewing Dang an athlete it. tonight. And uh, very excited to hear a little bit about the CrossFit Games. But uh, I'm Excellent. glad you're back in the States. It's about yeah. time. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. I'm excited to actually be in town to for us to get some other episodes cranking and pumping. I still get messages, even despite my travels all the time. Love Scale and Bail podcast. So um, listeners, please keep keep your eyes and ears peeled, especially Instagram is a great way to get updates from us where we're going to be like, hey, we're going live. Um, and also the best place to ask us questions because we keep a repository of of questions and topics that we, we want to cover yep. um, so that we can, yeah keep doing great things. Hey, before we sign off, I'm going to answer one last question because Heather popped in here and said, uh, I haven't seen a YouTube video since Dr. John, which I'm assuming is my doctor. Um, yeah. Do you post these recorded live ones anymore? As a matter of fact, uh, this new uh, format we moved to, um, they automatically post. So when we log off here, it'll save and then it'll show in the feed. So you'll yep. be able to see anything that we record. So we haven't recorded anything since that which is, doctor episode, which is why you which, haven't seen it. Which is my fault because I've been traveling. So you can blame me. It's fine. <laughs> well, we just haven't recorded anything in a couple of weeks, but uh, you'll see far more episodes moving forward. We've got a kind of a laundry list of topics we want to cover. But um, the nice thing about this new format we're moving to, I guess, the point is that if you happen to miss the live stream, it'll be immediately uploaded, which is great. Excellent. So. Love it. All right. Well, if everyone join us tonight, we appreciate you guys being here. We will be back next week and uh, we'll chat with you guys soon.